family i hope you're having a great day the lord has made today for us and therefore we need to rejoice in it welcome to the cornerstone podcast presented by global grace ministries my name is francis Wesso. i am the host of the podcast we are close to the end of our series the traits of unforgettable leaders i hope it has blessed you last week we studied how unless unforgettable leaders make god their priority it is effortless for them to focus on the wrong priority the Bible asks us to make the kingdom of God and its righteousness our priority because that is the only way we will live a godly life. A godly life is a balanced life and it is God's will for us. Before you are a leader, you are a son of God and you will never be happy focusing your time, efforts, and talents on the wrong priority. We learned last week that once Paul focused on the right priority, he became a vessel through which God gave us so many beautiful books of the New Testament. Today's episode is entitled The Trait of Loneliness. Loneliness is not something most Christians talk about, but if you are in leadership, it is something you know well. Leaders must endure loneliness. With that, I am not saying that every leader will spend his life alone. No one should do that. If you are a leader, and in one way or another, all of us are, you are called to lead people. Since you are only a leader if someone is following you, leaders are always among people. However, you can feel lonely even surrounded by people. But that is not the type of loneliness I am talking about. I am referring to the fact that every unforgettable leader will have to go ahead of the pack throughout different seasons of his life. Most unforgettable leaders are pioneers who go whether either a few have gone or no one ever has. Leaders go before their people, usually by themselves. That is why most people find that eagles are a good emblem of leadership. Most eagles fly alone. Leaders know that committees do not make the hard decisions they must make. Victory is shared joyfully, but unfortunately, the weight of failure usually falls only on leadership. Leaders know that in times of victory, many declaring themselves as their friends will surround them. However, in the trenches or in failure, true friends are rare. Another reason for loneliness in leadership is that as we have been sharing, most leaders are people with strong personalities, knowledgeable, very independent, communicate very straightforward, and patience is not natural to them. Unforgettable leaders are easy to follow, but their friendship comes at a cost. If you walk next to an unforgettable leader, you will have to go through their struggles and put up with their weaknesses. That is not something most people are willing to do. Besides all that, the saying birds of a feather flock together is true. Most leaders feel more comfortable and attracted to people like them. Since unforgettable leaders are hard to find, most have many people around them, but very few close friends. I hope my words are not bringing you down. That is not my intention. I am just being honest because some of you might be going through a season of loneliness and may not understand why suddenly you are walking alone. Others might be used to lonely walks and as busy as you are, enjoy some times of solitude. Just do not enjoy it too much because God does not call anyone to serve him alone. Finally, some of you may not agree with me that leaders experience loneliness, 
But please do not stop listening to this episode. I promise you that eventually what I am sharing today will benefit you. To be honest with you, when I started this series, I did not intend to talk about today's topic. I had other traits of leadership in mind that I wanted to include in the series. But the more I prayed and read, the more the Holy Spirit kept bringing loneliness out and I am just being obedient. I have not heard many people talking about it and I think it is important to do so. So here we go. Every leader will experience lonely times, and in those moments, it is easy for a lonely leader to feel as if he is the only one suffering loneliness. But my friend, you are not alone. Every leader goes through it at some point. Jesus, as a man, knew loneliness. Nobody endured more loneliness than he did, especially on the cross. I just read part of a speech from Gordon B. Hinckley addressing a group of university students in 1969 that I would like to share with you. I hope you don't mind that it's an older speech. He said, The price of leadership is loneliness. The price of adherence to conscience is lonely. The price of adherence to principle is lonely. It is inescapable. The Savior of the world was a man who walked in loneliness. I do not know of any statement more underlined with the pathos of loneliness than his statement, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay his head. Matthew 8.20 There is no lonelier picture in history than of the Savior upon the cross alone, the Redeemer of mankind, the Savior of the world, bringing to pass the atonement, the Son of God, suffering for the sins of mankind alone. That is what he said in 1969, and I thought it was a good speech. But go with me now to Matthew 27:46, that tells us, About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, which means, God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I believe that one of the reasons why Jesus promises that he will never forsake us is because he knows the pain of being forsaken. That is why, my friends, loneliness will never be as terrible or hopeless for any of us as it was for Jesus. He is always with us. That is why I can boldly say that God has not called anyone to loneliness. Your season of loneliness will pass, and with a few exceptions, every lonely season has a purpose. I discovered that some of my lonely seasons were granted to me so I could heal emotionally. No one can genuinely rest surrounded by people. True healing, especially emotional healing, requires you to be alone with God. Other lonely seasons have been for me seasons of great revelation. And God also gave me seasons of loneliness to rest before very hectic seasons of my life. That is why now I do not fight my lonely seasons. Fighting loneliness when it is from God is a mistake. It only prolongs that season. Since we have been using the Apostle Paul as an example of leadership traits of unforgettable leaders, go with me to Galatians 1 and we'll read verses 18 through 24, which says, Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him fifteen days. I saw none other of the apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am saying is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report that man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy, and they praise God because of me. Paul is narrating what he did after his conversion to Christianity. 
Did you notice that he spent three years learning about his new faith? If you continue reading the next chapter in Galatians, you will find that after he went to Syria and Cilicia, he spent another 14 years just in training. Unforgettable leaders appreciate loneliness and value it as what it is, just a season of their life. If I am honest with you, there will be also lonely times in which your faithfulness to Christ will be tested. These are not seasons of healing, but processes for growth. 2 Timothy 4 verses 9 through 14 says, Do your best to come quickly. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens had gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you because he is helpful to me in ministry. I sent Titus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Here we see Paul in a rare season of his life. He was a prisoner in Rome and knew he was about to die. People whom he trusted had betrayed him. In addition, for circumstances out of his control, he was forced to send some of the people who were loyal to him away from him. We see Paul making a sad declaration, Only Luke is with me. In this passage, it is evident that even though he appreciated Luke, he missed other fellow soldiers from God's army. In these seasons of challenge and growth, the devil tries to do a number in most leaders' life. Please do not hear his lies. Do not put your eyes on everything going wrong or listen to the lies people may say about you. In these moments of trial, through loneliness, the best thing you can do is keep your eyes on Jesus. Do not fall into the temptation of losing your joy. Speak to your soul faith. Submit your emotions to your spirit and let the Holy Spirit hold you. Usually, in these seasons, your soul is screaming so loud that it is hard to hear God speaking. The best thing to do is to quiet your soul. If you cannot do that, keep your eyes on Jesus. I promise the storm will pass and peace will come back to you. After the process, God will surround you with loving friends and His presence will be evident in your life again. Now, what can we do to remain strong in seasons of loneliness or to be there for people who are going through them? Well, I have a few recommendations for you. First, Proverbs 17.17 17 tells us, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. The Bible says that a friend loves at all times. Make sure you understand the difference between friend and someone friendly. As a leader, you will always have friendly people around you, but that does not mean they are your friends. However, God always blesses us with true friends. In times of loneliness, seek them out. Do what Paul did. He was lonely. He said that only Luke was with him. So what did he do? He asked Timothy to come to see him and to bring Mark with him. My friend, leaders are busy people. It is often hard to get together with them, but godly friends will always make time for you. By the way, if a friend in difficult times contacts you, please do what Proverbs tells us to do. Become a brother or a sister to that leader in his or her time of adversity. As I said at the beginning, God did not call us to loneliness. Therefore, we must do what we can to bless others in their lonely times or ask for help in ours. Second, if you are in leadership, 
make sure you are not alone due to your own mistakes. As we said before, being a close friend of leaders takes work. Make sure your temper, lack of patience, bossiness, or independence are not responsible for your loneliness. If that is the reason people are running from you, ask your friends to forgive you and the Holy Ghost to help you keep your weak areas in check. Third, make sure you understand the purpose of your season. Suppose God wants to heal you from trauma. Let Him do His work in your heart. The sooner He does it, the sooner that season will be over for you. If you are in training or under a growth process, submit yourself to God and pray for grace. Later, you will appreciate that season and see how you were never alone. Jesus is always in the fire with us. The last thing I feel led to share with you about the loneliness of leadership is that it is nothing you cannot handle. If you are in leadership, you have been created for the trenches. I have a friend that loves to remind me that I have been created for the front line. Anything else, according to her, bores me. I do not entirely agree with her, but I hope you get the picture. If God has called you to lead, he created you with the personality that can handle flying alone for a while. You have the grit and the courage to walk ahead of the group for a season. God will never ask you to do something he has not equipped you to do. Trust God and see yourself as what you are or are becoming. You, my friend, are an unforgettable leader who is called to bless many and change your family's destiny. Matthew 28:20 20 tells us, Teach them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Thank you so much for the time you spent with me today. If our podcast has blessed you, please subscribe and promote it with your friends and family. Have an excellent rest of the week.